Let's be radically honest. There's a reason why you decided to become the professional or entrepreneur that you are today. Is it safe to say that it wasn't to be away from those you love or sacrifice yourself and your health while doing it? What if you could create the life and business of your dreams without working harder? What if stress and overwhelm were a thing of your past? Entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce is here to guide you through letting go of comparison and imposter syndrome so that you can stop making a living and start creating your epic life. Hello, hello, hello. My name is Ranchelle. Welcome, welcome, welcome to my show, Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle, here on Inspired Choices Network, or perhaps maybe somewhere where you're listening in the world. Super excited to have you here today. Today's show, one of my faves. And again, I think I said it all the time. Wouldn't that be funny if one day I said, okay, I'm going to talk about something that I absolutely hate. <laughs> so, <laughs> sorry. It'd be like, all righty then. Today's show is really um, talking about revving up your engine for success. You know, as we enter into the holiday season here in North America uh, and all across the, the, the world, many solopreneurs um, are looking at their calendars and wondering how they're going to make more money during the holiday season. And often I think they feel the pressures of, well, if I'm not in retail, I can't do an offer and I, or I have nothing for Black Friday or Cyber Monday. And so I can't increase my revenue during um, during this time. And so I want to talk about that and really kind of bust through some uh, myths because this does not need to be a time that your business slows down. And I'm going to share with you a lot of different ways that I have had been part of and also have had some out of the box thinking as a coach and, uh, and competing, but I don't think we can compete with the purchasing of holiday season. I mean, people have their credit cards out why would they not want to be a part of what you have to offer? And so this is what we're going to talk about today. Again, my name is Ranchelle Van Bryce. Whether you're listening here live with me today, thank you so much for being here or you're listening afterwards. Uh, I do appreciate you taking the time to be here. Uh, I find myself in a place where when people ask me what I do, uh, there are so many things that I do, and uh, I'm really excited to be offering and providing a platform now for heart-centered conscious entrepreneurs who struggle with and are uncomfortable with promoting their business products or services. This is the newest thing that I'm uh, building right now. Super excited. I am referred to as a sacred commerce coach, a metaphysical mentor, and my purpose really is to guide those who want to make a difference in the world, but struggle with the business side of things. I don't know how many times I hear not only my clients, but the people, my, my peers say, oh, Ranchal, I love coaching or I love um you know, if they're estheticians, right? Uh, or I, I love being an energy worker, but I hate the business side of things. If you just think about this, if you think about the energy behind that word uh, or the energy behind not liking different components of your business, just imagine what that does for your business. Truly, I mean, would you ever say, well, maybe you would to your, to your child, I absolutely love this about you, but I totally hate this about you. Okay, I know that I wouldn't speak that way to my kids. And so, you know, why would we think that it's okay to use those words in our business relationship, right? In our business relationship. And your business is an entity. Your business has energy to it, just as you, a human being, has energy to it. So does your business. I mean, there's even uh, energy behind the names that you choose. 
I mean, look at Inspired Choices Network. You, you know, you have kind of an idea, a clue of, hmm, I wonder what they do. Or how about Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle? Hmm, I wonder what she does. So even if you didn't see, you know, my business name, which is Ignite Your Success Coaching and Consulting, I mean, the same thing, Ignite Your Success. Hmm, I wonder what's the energy behind that. So there is an energy with everything, including your business. I mean, think about your name when someone says your name and you're like, how do they know me? People love it when we, when we, well, we love it too, but people love it when we use their name. What kind of energy are you sending out with regards to your business? So today, let's get started. I really want to talk about busting through some myths for you about what it would be like to create some sort of business opportunity in your business now during what what people say the holiday season, right? You know, in the retail world, about 40, I think it's like 44 or maybe even just below 50% of business, the entire year of business is done in these last six weeks of the year. Can you imagine that? That let's say, so let's say it's only 40%. I know it's more than that. I think it's like 44 or 46%. Hey, how? let's split the difference. What if 45% of your year's long revenue could be created in the next six weeks? What if? What if that could happen? And if you go into, well, that's not possible because people are spending time on or money on and then insert whatever you think that people are spending money on. But what if it was possible? What if you could be the thing, the service, the product that someone buys, purchases for their spouse, for their children? I mean, we can't say that people don't don't actually spend money during this time. Credit cards are out, right? So debit cards are out. Why don't we think about our business from with a different a different lens, through a different lens? What would happen if you just spent a moment and did a small shift in the way that you look at things? So I'm going to give you lots of examples of how I've either participated in something or created something or um, have seen. So the first one I want to share with you are two Curves stories back to back. You know how I love my stories. My first Curves Fitness franchise I purchased in January of 2000, had a baby in March of 2000, and we had to open within six months of when we purchased, right, when we purchased the franchise or we would lose the franchise rights. So in July, so it's just, I was just over the six months within, um, we opened our very first Curves franchise in North Battleford, Saskatchewan in July. Everyone told me that no one would buy a gym membership in July. No one. I mean, we had the bankers tell us that the lawyer told us that. My family uh, told me that. My friends told me I was absolutely crazy, A, to be buying a fitness franchise, B, to buy one that had a service fee, because at that time there was no such thing, and C, to open up in the summer. Like, they honestly, they thought I had fallen off right, my rocker. But guess what? In my business plan, I had that we would have 250 members the first year of our business, and that was based on all of the research 
that was done. It was based on what they, so those of you who are listening and not watching me on TV, they said, they said that that was, that was the average amount of members that a women's only fitness center or women's only gym could expect in its first year. Well, guess what? We had 250 members our first 10 days, 10 days, right? How's that for out of the box? So I was told one thing had planned to like have that kind of growth because they said so. The experts, the gurus told me that this was so. We had 250 members in July in North Battleford, Saskatchewan. Why did that happen? Right? Well, we had damn good strategy. We had a really good strategy and the owner slash CEO, which was me, had a bit of grit and determination. Don't be telling me that I can't do something. I'll show you. So sometimes that stubbornness, right, which can be the shadow side of myself, I must admit, can also be used as a gift. And so it's like, watch me and let me show you what can be done. I remember actually handing out, we had to always have a, a great parade, right? Uh, July long weekend. And, uh, and I remember handing out flyers behind our float uh, in, uh, in North Battleford. So people knew, so like we used old fashioned advertising that way, old fashioned way of promoting that way. But we had a plan. We stuck to the plan and we didn't see the results of the plan beforehand because we weren't open yet, but when we opened our doors, OMG, it was absolutely incredible. So that's one example. The second example that I, I want to share with you also has to do with the fact around curves. So again, was told no one joins a gym in December, right? And Curves International, one of the things that they did really well was they had amazing advertising, amazing marketing strategies behind them. And so what they would do is they would give a member five, so five free gift certificates to give away to other women that they knew so that these women could join and have receive a free month at our club. Now, there was a couple, uh, you know, a couple of pieces that had to happen. Number one, the member had to give us the person's name so that we could phone the woman and invite her ourselves. So think about it from a business perspective. Oh, there's a really cool way to build your list, right? So, right, we have this like free month that was going out. Okay, what does that look like, right? And so they ended up doing that. Doing that. Then what Curves International said was, when, you, when someone comes in for your free month, offer them in exchange a discount on the service fee. But here's, here's what was going on. We already had a discount on the service fee. So it didn't feel really great for me to do what's called the bait and switch, right? So bringing somebody in and going, oh, I'll provide this for you. So rather than the bait and switch, I used to say to women, if you join now and take your free month, that's really cool. If you pay your service fee, I will gift you another free month on top of that. So you pay a $99 service fee and you receive $99 in free membership. It was a win-win. Decembers were always our busiest. So July, no one's going to join. Meh, that's wrong. December, no one's going to join. 
meh, that's wrong too, right? And so these are things that you can look at and go, you can look and see what are other people doing? What are other businesses doing that you could replicate that you might be able to duplicate, right? And apply them to your own or your own business. So if it's, you know, Black Friday is fairly common. So maybe you could do, you could have done something around Black Friday or Cyber Monday. And I know like it's, there's so much happening at that. So maybe that doesn't feel good. But what about what happens in December? Do you want us to do celebrate Christmas? Do you celebrate, you know, Santa? Do you celebrate the 12 days of Christmas? I mean, there's so many things that can happen when you look at what other people are doing. So this is really cool as you can model what other businesses are doing successfully. A quick example of that is here in Canada, when you shop at a place called the Canadian Superstore, it's a grocery store. Every till has these like little extra pieces. So at Thanksgiving, uh, they have uh, um, gravy packages and they say, oh, would you like our deal of the week? We're selling gravy packages at a dollar or a dollar twenty nine. Okay, The deal of the week isn't any cheaper. It's not, it's not on sale. It just what they're saying is, hey, can I upsell you? Can, can I upsell you by a dollar? Now imagine if they had 100,000 people go through their till over three days and each one of them said yes to a dollar, that's $100,000 in three days. Would you like $100,000 in the next three days? I know, I know that I would love $100,000 in the next three days. So again, what are you seeing? What are you experiencing in in the world, wherever you are in the world, and in, not even necessarily in your industry, but in other industries. What is the what is retail doing right now? What are uh, nonprofit organizations doing now? What are other businesses doing now that you can look at and go, wouldn't that be cool? Is there something of that that I can grab onto and I can do something very, very similar to what that looks like? How about a study, right? So if you have a health and wellness products, How about you get people involved in a study? Lots of people like to be involved in a study, right? If you're in the retail industry, but there's things that that maybe that people don't normally buy at this time, what could you offer them that they could buy? Like there is just allow yourself the experience to dream, to imagine what some of those things could look like. Because we're only limited by our imagination, right? What if there was no wrong or silly idea. So one of the things you can do is ask yourself what else is possible and come up with, so Candace McKim, who's also a host here, she talks about the six impossible things before breakfast. Why don't you ask yourself, what are 10 impossible ways I can increase my revenue before December, the end of December? I mean, wouldn't that be a fantastic feeling to know that you're just doing something so fun and so imaginative and so creative for your business? All right, before I get too carried away and I talk about how you can do this, let's go to our first commercial break. But before we do, I just want to thank you so much for being here with me. My name is Ranchelle. You are on Inspired Choices Network, and my show is Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce 
you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchell Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspire Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Hello, hello. Welcome back. So excited to have you here, whether you're joining me live or you're listening afterwards. You know, in the commercial break, uh, Inspired Choices Network talked about how to become a host. And I'm going to, uh, if this is something that you're thinking about doing, whether you have a podcast now or you want a podcast, you know, what we do here is more than a podcast. I'm actually going to take a few minutes and suggest that you connect with Inspired Choices Network uh, because they have an amazing opportunity for new hosts here that they've put together. And so it is like out of this world. I was blown away. I was uh, a part of a webinar the other day, blown away by the opportunity. And so there's a couple of ways you can get a hold of people, of people of Inspired Choices Network. And Christine, one of them is to actually to go to the website and then it says become a host and, uh, and fill up that form. Uh, that would probably be the easiest way. And uh, Kim, if you could put the email in our chat, uh, I will also provide the email because it is a game changer. I mean, the opportunities that we have here to you know have conversation with you every week has really elevated more than just my business but certainly has elevated my confidence my self-esteem and i would say my life and so if you're thinking about it there's that little gentle nudge from me and uh, to absolutely do that now before we went to commercial i know i'm talking fast before we went to commercial i gave you two examples from curves when i owned the curves of other box way of thinking and to let go of these myths around Christmas time for solopreneurs, uh, entrepreneurs, business coaches, consultants, energy workers, authors, I mean, you name it, there's an opportunity here, not just for retail outlets, but for all of us to create more revenue in our business. Imagine a retail industry does more than 40% of their business in this next six weeks. Why can't we? Why can't we do that, right? That would be so fantastic if we could move towards the, that thought process. So a couple of things I learned very early on uh, in that first year of owning my Curves franchise was A, to stop listening to them, right? So people really want you to be safe. They really want you to be in a, in a safe, safety and security is the number one for so many people. So if you have people in your life who are saying, don't do that, 
they, the experts, the gurus, the family, right? The little voice inside of your head might be telling you this is not a great time to do something different. And I want you to challenge that within yourself because just because someone says it's not a good idea actually doesn't mean that it's not a good idea, right? We wouldn't have opened up in July. We would have opened up at a different time. We wouldn't have participated in what was going on with at the Curves International level um, if we would have thought that no, no one's going to join at Christmas time, right? And so there's different things that can happen when you decide to step out of your own comfort zone, get out of your own way, and look at things with a completely different mind, a different mindset, perhaps maybe even add a little bit different strategy to what you're doing. Because here's the thing, it can't all be about mindset, right? I mean, we, that's so important, but you can sit and pray and you can uh, sit on the side of the mountain and do your, do your yoga poses. I love yoga. I, you know, I can be in my prayer mudra. And if I don't take inspired action, right? Uh, things aren't going to happen. So it's a combination of those. The next myth I want to really bust through is if you're, so let's just say December doesn't feel good for you to step out of the box and do something different. And let's honor that. And then you go, okay, so January. But if you wait till January to plan, if you get into holiday brain mode and listen to what the propaganda is telling you. So listening to the advertisers, right? Who are telling you, oh, it's time to slow down. There is a way you can balance everything that you want or create harmony in every area of your life. And you don't have to not do what you want to do in your business. So if you wait till December 31st to plan what you want to happen in the first quarter of January, 2023, You'll have start moving things by the end of January, possibly mid-February, and you then have, um, mm, I don't like the word missed out because I don't believe in that. You'll have, I'm just going to use that word, you have possibly missed out on six weeks of revenue opportunities. And if you pause your business now because holidays are coming six weeks away, then you'll have missed six weeks there. Can your business afford to lose 12 weeks of revenue, right? These are harsher words than I normally speak, but I really want to get the point across because I don't know about you, but I don't want to not have revenue for the next 12 weeks. That would totally suck, right? So what we can do instead is, yeah, absolutely. Everyone wants to have holidays in December. What does that look like for you? And put it in your calendar, right? Put it in your calendar, what that might be. However, there's a still tons of time to get ready, A, if you want to do something fun and cool in December, but B, certainly have everything planned and ready. And there's a structure and strategy of reverse engineering things so that when January, the whatever comes around, which might be the second, third, fourth, or fifth for you, you're ready. In fact, everything is already implemented for January. And I think that's one of the challenges that we have as solopreneurs is a, we might be working on things that we um, necessarily shouldn't be. I have a story for that, a recent story for that. And B, uh, we forget to reverse engineer. So we do something and we go, oh yeah, I should probably have a landing page for that. Oh yeah, I should have an email sequence to, to talk about. That. Oh yeah, I should have a follow-up sequence. Oh yeah, I don't have any way that someone can pay me. 
and like, and don't feel bad because this is the journey of us, of the solopreneur. We do things and we, uh, we don't look at our business from the CEO perspective, right? And so I'm challenging you to look at your business differently. Don't look at it as a coaching business or coaching practice, but you're the CEO of a coaching business. You're the CEO of a, a Reiki business. You're the CEO of an energy work business, a light working business, a massage business. I mean, whatever business, consulting business, coaching, whatever that is. So look at your business just a little bit differently. Look at it from that perspective of the CEO, because the CEO is actually plan ahead. They have a little bit more strategy than uh, a solopreneur, at least what I've observed with a solopreneur. So, okay, so let, we're going to go back to, we want to prepare for January now. There's still time in December to create some fun revenue in December. And sometimes one of the things that gets in our way is that we're doing things that we might love to do, or maybe we're good at, but maybe we shouldn't be. So here's a quick story. Uh, recently, on November the 4th, there was a Red Dare event under the Clarity Confidence Connection um, brand. So that's, I'm a co, I'm a co-host of that, a co-brander, co-facilitator, co-owner of that particular brand. And we, uh, we, we decided to do a workbook. Well, I decided I wanted to have a workbook there that was going to be really interactive and really fun for the participants. And so uh, I wasn't able to get my vision across to the person that normally does, uh, does all of that graphic design for me. And by the time that I finally had it figured out in my head, there's a time crunch for, for my virtual assistant. And so she wasn't able to do it. And so I thought, well, how hard can it be? I've got everything written out on paper because I drew everything out. I found some workbook templates that I really, really liked. So I had an idea and I figured a couple hours later, that would really, really be cool. Let me tell you, I put so many hours into that that if I looked at how much I, and I don't charge per session or per hour, but just like for example's sake, I put so many hours in it that if I looked at the amount of hours that I put in it, and if I had had, had people in those space, so I had clients that were taking up those hours, that workbook is, was worth, are you ready? Let's do a drum roll. $5,000. That was a $5,000 workbook. And there's still mistakes. <laughs> there's still things that could have went way better. But this is what happened. I love, like, I love a creative outlet. And I thought, mm, how hard can it be? It wasn't hard. It took, a, it took me a lot of hours because I'm not a graphic designer, right? I'm not a virtual assistant. There's things I'm not even, I'm not even, I mean, I, I'm, I can be detail oriented, but I'm not that detail oriented. That's not my strength. And so I, all, all uh, during this, the, the event is like, right? I was like, yeah, Candace, a halluva of a workbook. I know I'm going to frame that workbook <laughs> in gold. And I start to, I start to share that story. How often do we as business owners do something because we think, well, you know, I, I can do it better or I can't get my vision out. And all that, I didn't think I could do it better, but all of it was true. That was my truth. That was what is my experience, but holy cow. So how many times do we do that? What I'm saying is when you're looking at building strategy, you're looking at building the structure of your business, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should be doing it. I mean, that's really, really simple. That's one of the best things about becoming a CEO of your business is you look at it and go, I totally could do that. And I shouldn't. And I shouldn't be doing that. And so I wanted to share that story with you because when we're talking about revving up, revving up our engines 
you know, what does this look like? A, it's like, let's step out of our box of what we normally do. Maybe B, stop listening to what they say. Following a business model is great, but be open to what if it could happen? What if we could sign up members in December? What if I could get more coaching clients in December? What if I could have a plan of attack for the first quarter of January, even though, right, um, I might not know everything. What if I could hire that out, right? So we start looking at out of the box ways that our business so that's the first thing. The second thing is become the CEO of your business. Be in awareness. You know, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should be doing it, right? So look at your business with a fine tooth comb and go, what would happen if I actually hired that out? What would I be left to be, to do, to have? You're the CEO. You're more than likely extremely creative in what you do. And so wouldn't it be kind of fun and cool if you could be in that position where you were managing your company, running your company, right? That would be so much, it's so much fun when you, when you get to that place, because you start to see your business as the entity, the energy of your business versus you being a practitioner in your business. Because that's exhausting. Why is it exhausting? Because you're being, you're trying to be the CEO of your company. And at the same time, you're trying to participate and be the thing in your company. So I'm trying to be the CEO. And I'm also the coach. I'm trying to be the CEO. And I'm the chief marketing officer. I'm trying to be the CEO. And I'm the chief financial officer. I'm trying to be the CEO. And I'm the chief operations officer. So if you're tired, that, that. One shift, just because I can, doesn't mean I should, right? That one shift can make all the difference in the world. Okay, I want to go into, there's 15 steps. Don't worry, I won't be saying all 15. Everyone around me is like, Ranchelle. I'm like, no, no. But there are 15 steps that you can follow. And I call them the steps for transcendence in your business. I believe in transformation versus transaction. So there are 15 steps, but I'm going to go over probably three of them um, so that I can really give you a way to move your business forward. And then I'm going to invite you to connect with me so I can share with you the other steps because I don't want to leave you hanging. But I also know that if I gave you 15 steps uh, in the next half hour, your brain would explode. <laughs> So, and I don't want to do that. I don't want your brains to explode. It's messy, right? And then what are you going to do with that? Uh, you're probably the janitor in your business. So then you'd have something, then you're going to have to clean up something else, right? All of those things will happen if I make your brains explode with me today. So we're not going to do that. So thank you so much for joining me here on Inspired Choices Network. My name is Ranshaw Van Bryce, and you are with me on my show, and it's called Ignite Your Success with Franchelle. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchell Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. <coughs> Pacific.
How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchell. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Can I tell you, everyone, you should be hanging out with us. We have way too much fun here. My name is Ranshaw Van Bryce. Uh, you are here with Ignite Your Success with Ranshaw on Inspired Choices Network. Earlier, I mentioned that if you are thinking about having a podcast uh, or even you have a podcast, you're really looking to expand your network. I personally am going to invite you to talk to Inspired Choices Network. They have um, some amazing ways that they help us do the things that we love to do and share our message. And I believe the more of us that do that, then the world will be a better place. And so you can get a hold of Inspired Choices Network by going to www.inspiredchoicesnetwork.com backslash host hyphen levels, backslash host hyphen levels. Even if you just go to the website, you will see it says become a host. Check it out. Check it out. Forward slash. Thank you, Kim. Forward slash. Right. You know. It's tough when you don't know the difference between forwards and backwards. It's a good thing I'm not driving a car right now. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, I'm so glad that you're here. Before we uh, we went to commercial, I talked a little bit about becoming the CEO of your company. That's one way to rev up the engine of your business. Um, I talked about the opportunities that you have in December uh, to let go of the limiting belief that there's no business done in December. Not true. Not true at all. Um, and, you know, even things like the weather. I live in Reggie, Alberta, Canada, and we had an event in uh, beginning of November. And this is what I heard. Ooh, it's winter time. The roads might be bad. I'm like, ooh, yes, it is winter. Okay. I live in Canada. I live in the province of Alberta. And there's snow six months out of the year. So if I'm going to plan an event around snow, then I'm, I'm not going to have an event because then it's summertime and ooh, people go on holidays. And then, so they just like, there's, we can just talk ourselves out of anything. So there's an opportunity for you to stop talking yourself out of doing what you want to do and sharing your message and think outside the box, do things that even though they, so that was part of the uh, information I had, stop listening to them, look at what's, uh, what's out there successfully and mimic it, uh, model it. I mean, what's the worst thing that's going to happen is what? It's not going to work. Oh, no. Oh, no, it doesn't work. I mean, did we give up uh, trying to walk when we were babies or crawling around? We stand up and we fall down. Did we say, fuck it, I'm not going to do that again. That hurt my butt. No, get up. We, you know, use something to grip Right. And then we what use a couch to walk or the table or our parents' fingers or like whatever. We don't give up. And I think that's kind of what entrepreneurship is, right? We fall down, we get up, we fall down, we get up. Each time we learn something different as something maybe new to try out. And so I'm gonna really encourage you to like, you know, think a little bit outside the box for December. And if that just doesn't feel good, I think about January, but start planning January now. 
start planning your January now so that the first day of the first Monday or whatever day that is going to be for you, you hit the ground running. You don't plan. Uh, you don't plan January in January, by the way, you plan January before January. And I, and as I said earlier, I think that's one of the mistakes that solopreneurs make is that they think um, in terms of like, now they don't look at their business like a business. They don't look at their business from the perspective of the CEO like the marketing person isn't talking to like the coach kind of thing or the energy worker or the massage therapist or um, even some retail outlets, they don't think about what's going to happen until like they're at the beginning of the month and they go, oh, what are we going to do for January? And it's like, oh, like it's too late. It's too late. I mean, yes, can you do things for sure? I mean, anything's possible because we're amazing. However, how stressful is that? That I promised you that I was going to share with you that I have 15 steps in order for you to take a quantum leap, moving into what I call transcendence, which I'm all about transformation versus transaction. And I promised my producer that I wouldn't give you all 15 or you because your brain would explode. So here we go. We're going to talk about the first one. Um, the first one is understand your personal rules for success. So if you're wanting to make a quantum leap, if you're wanting to have transcendence in your business and your life, what I'm going to urge you to do is to take a look at what all of your rules are for success and understand where they came from and change some of them. So here will be an example. When I started the Curves franchises, success for me meant when we hit a million dollars in revenue. And so that's all I was doing was looking for the million dollars. I looked for the million dollars. I worked really, really hard. I worked really long hours. I sacrificed my health. I sacrificed time with my family. I had two little kids at the time and a former husband. Uh, no, former husband. Um, I, I made a lot of sacrifices for that, for that dollar, for that, for that amount. And when I got there, I was so disappointed because I didn't feel what I thought I was going to feel. I thought that happiness was tied to the amount of money, that my value and worthiness was tied around the amount of money that I made, but I, was, I never kind of got to where I thought I've, I've arrived. And I realized that it really didn't matter how much money that I was generating in revenue, how much money I was making, that I didn't understand what my own personal rules for success were. And I really took the opportunity to go, well, what does that look like for me? What does success mean for me? And can it be a journey versus, versus a destination? And I saw this when I owned the Curves because Curves is, a, um, is was uh, a fitness and weight loss center. And for so many people, success was when they reached their final goal versus the releasing of the weight every single week or every single month or every single quarter. So I really want you to look at what, what like how will you know when you arrive at this point of success? What does that look like for you? How will you feel? What are your personal rules? What are the like, or, and what are like business rules around it? And identify um, different markers along the way so that you can go, yeah, I that, that was success. That was success. That was success, right? And there's even the 80-20 rule right? 80% of the time you might be on target and 20% of the time you're not. Does that mean you don't have success? If it's not hundred percent for a lot of people, that's exactly what it means, right? And we'll have that all or nothing thinking around that. And I, and I think the easiest way to explain all or nothing thinking 
which is because you have rules about success, are around weight loss, right? So I used to experience this all the time where I would be working with someone uh, as, a, as a weight loss coach and, and have them, they want, want to like lose weight. And then they would say, oh, I, like I, I cheated, right? And I'm like, well, let's not use that word around like food because you can't cheat on food, <laughs> right? You can't, I suppose you could cheat in your body, but like, it's, it's a pretty harsh word when you think about the ramifications of the word cheat. And then someone said, yes, I had a piece of cake and that piece of cake led to a bottle of Coca-Cola, which led to like a box of cookies, which led to me eating the rest of the cake. And then I went to the grocery store and I bought a pie and I ate a pie. And over and over again, I would see this, I would witness this. It was that all or nothing thinking, which means I can do it all of it and that's success. And if I can't do all of it, it's unsuccessful and therefore I suck and then I'm going to behave in this way. And so how we do one thing is how we do everything. And so if that's how you're behaving in fitness or in um, health and wellness, you will see some of that in your other areas of your life, like your, for example, your relationship with your business. So understand your personal rules for success and write them and write them out, like what they maybe were be when they were growing up. So this is what I did. I was like, how, like, here's all what I was told about what success is. And here's all the ways it doesn't fit in. Here's my new rules for success. Right. And so, and there was, it was awesome. because there was like 10 or 12 points. I just um, kept around me for a very long time because I was that and can be still, let's be clear and honest that all or nothing kind of person. So that would be the, um, that next piece. The second, the second uh, step is quit trying harder. Quit trying harder. I love this one for so many reasons. And I'll share a story, which is from um, a book uh, uh, called The uh, U Squared by Price Pritchett. Um, and so I want to honor, honor that, right? Uh, honor, honor his writing. And so, you know, he has a story about, he's Canadian, by the way, and he was sitting in um, a cottage uh, or a hotel room, and he was watching a fly try to escape through the window pane. And, the, and right, and the fly is like trying to like bust the window pane, flying all around the window pane until like literally it's death. And he commented on all the fly had to do was turn around and the door was in the opposite way and could have flown out. But we've been programmed that if we want success, we have to try harder. You know, when I had the curves and I was looking for more success and I was told many times, you just need to work harder. You just need to try harder. I was like, are you insert really bad words. Are you kidding me? I'm working 50, 60, sometimes like 72 hours a week. There's no way I can work harder. But I kept on thinking that I must be doing something horribly wrong because I couldn't work harder. And then I, I what I went, I had an opportunity to, to go away. I went to this incredible yoga retreat in um, New Mexico. And I started to see the way that I was behaving and that this work harder work ethic that was instilled in me, ingrained upon me. There's so many programmings around work harder from uh, like my parents and their parents and their parents and so on and so on. And so it was familial, it was genetic. 
And it just was passed on from generation to generation on success has to come with huge sacrifices and work hard. And I had this propensity to not to want to work hard. And so then I started to think that I was lazy. And then that led to a whole bunch of shit show of uh, limiting beliefs and feelings of failing. But the thing is, I knew in my heart, I knew internally, my intuition kept on telling me that work harder wasn't the answer. And it really wasn't about working smarter necessarily. Oh, that's a great, although it is a great um, quote, right? Work smarter, not harder. But the challenge I had with that was I didn't think I was smart. And so even at that point, I couldn't even imagine what working smarter was like, because I thought that I wasn't intelligent enough. And so as I started to see that it had nothing to do with intelligence and that my intelligence is different and that I'm, in, I'm intuitive and that I'm a creative being, but I don't create like other people that I thought were creative, right? So people who could draw or people who could paint, I thought, oh, that's so creative. My creativity comes in business, in business ideas, in thinking outside the box. But I didn't know that. And so then I had this idea of the only way for me to create financial success was to work harder. And that's why when I arrived at the million dollars, I cried. Like I literally, I had a celebration with my business partner. I was with my, my parents. And I remember like, you know, clicking, you know, wine to my mom. Yeah, I was excited. And then I went to have a bath because I was exhausted. <laughs> so I was in the bathtub and I was bawling. And I was like, what the hell is wrong with me? And I just kept on thinking that there must be something wrong with me because I should be grateful. I should be happy. I was really, I was really shitting all over myself. And then I realized that no, it's because I set myself up to not feel the success because it's always been a destination, number one, and working harder wasn't, wasn't intuitively mine. And so I just felt like I was flowing upstream all the time. So I was exhausted, which didn't feel good either. So what if we didn't have to work harder? What if he wasn't even worried about working smarter? Because again, I think we have judgment about our intelligence. But what if it was about tapping in and tuning into the divine source energy, tapping and tuning into your intuition, observing what people are doing right now that's successful? Being in awareness, though, in this observation, and this is so important, is that you can observe what someone's doing, but tap into and tune into if that feels good for you. Because I have seen over and over again how we, we're tapping into what other people are doing and we don't check within ourselves and we're modeling something that doesn't work for us. And I'll explain more about that after the break. So let's go to our final break here. So excited. Uh, thank you again for joining me here on Ignite Your Success with Renchelle. Many of us view success as something that you arrive at, something you pursue, something that you will have to make happen. What if you ignited success within yourself? What if you viewed success differently, changed the way you look at it? Would you feel differently about yourself and your journey? Tuning in to Ignite Your Success with entrepreneurial success coach, Ranchelle Van Bryce, you'll receive tools and insight to ignite your very own success differently. Join Ranchelle Wednesdays on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific. Welcome back to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
You can also send an email to rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. Welcome back. So before the break, I was talking about letting go of the concept of working harder. And that's really one of the steps to this uh, leap to transcendence to a quantum leap. And the reason we work harder is we were programmed that. And I'm sure that you can look back at your lifetime and your parents' lifetime and your grandparents' lifetime and all the ways that they were shown that, you know, hard work what paid off. And so there's evidence, of course, that hard work that, pay, that pays off. What if we could change the definition of hard work, though? Like, I'm committed, I'm diligent, I'm resilient, I'm resourceful, and I'm sure you are as well. And I also don't want to work hard. And, be, and I'm okay with that. I don't want to work hard. And there's nothing wrong with me in working hard. I just want to take a look at things. And I talked about modeling, modeling what other people are doing successfully, and then tapping into yourself. Shall I try that? And I share this because there was, um, so last year I was working with a, an incredible company, a coaching company, and it like an incredible coaching company. And they had a model of success, a formula that they followed. And I thought, you know what? I really want to bust through my financial glass ceiling. And I think this is the way to do it because the model was just like, it was like when I saw the model, I was like, oh, duh. Yeah, of course that makes perfect sense. So as I started to take the model and apply it into my own business, it really didn't have the financial success that I wanted it to. And so, so there was a point where I had to look at, um, so what part of that was my responsibility, right? And then the next part of it was what part of that, like I'm modeling this, perhaps maybe, perhaps maybe I shouldn't be modeling this. And so I had to look at the model itself and, and, and ask myself, meaning my, in, my intuition, not my, like my logic brain said, this is, this should work. And it's not working because you suck Ranchelle, right? That, um, and that's what it said, <laughs> so, but it was more of like, okay, this isn't working. So if I don't suck, right, <laughs> what's behind the reason why it might not be working? And what I realized was the business model was a sound business model for this person. And there were bits and pieces that I could take from it that I loved and that worked well, but the entire process didn't work in my business. And that's okay. And so I think what we need to do is let go of necessarily the outcome, the end result of it, and be in more flow because there's a reason why we're experiencing what we're experiencing. So that was uh, uh, that piece about the trying harder and modeling. It was really important that I shared that with you. Um, so just a couple more things before the end of the show. So uh, next week, of course, I'm going to be talking about uh, how to move from a six-figure to seven-figure business. I'm going to share some of the uh, do's and don'ts from that and my experiences that I've had throughout my business lifetime about uh, how I've done that. And of course, the mistakes that I made, because you know I'm here to tell you I've made a lot. And if I can share some of that with you, that would be excellent. And um, of course, just this last little piece as we're here together for the next few minutes, I promised you three. So the first one in this quantum leap was understand your personal rules for success. The second was quit trying harder. The third one is ignore what you've done in the past. So forget about the mistakes you've done in the past, and maybe even forget about the things that you've done that were successful in the past and look at your business through a new lens. 
look at it and go, what else is possible? And maybe that I've done this in the past, but perhaps maybe what you've done in the past has given you incremental steps, which is fantastic. But incremental steps are different than transcendence, different than transformation, and certainly different than a quantum leap. So what if you didn't know everything that you think that you knew? What if you were a brand new human being, a brand new brain, a bringing in brand new intuition, and you looked at it through the lens of, I have no memory, I have no recollection of my past, not my past successes or past failures, and look at it through a brand new lens. And that is so much fun to do because you really get to brainstorm because it's like, well, what else is possible? You know, like, oh, I can't do that. Well, why not? Why can't I do that? So you set your, um, <laughs> that little voice inside of you, ask it to sit out this one and just, you know, grab a piece of paper and brainstorm and maybe even sit down with, you know, if you have like, my kids are both super creative, um, Mackenzie and Jacob, and they're 24 and 22. And I'll ask them, if you, if you had this business, what would you do? If you wanted to do this, what would you do? They're not in my business. And some of the things that they, that they suggest are like out of this world. And it's like, oh, I never even thought of doing that. So you can ask someone to come in, right, that, you, that, um, that uh, has the right attitude, the right attitude is essential, right? My kids are like, we can do anything. All we have to do is imagine. And so we play this what if imagination game. So that's, that's a, another uh, way that you can go about ignoring what you've done in the past. Last, but certainly not least, I want to share with you, um, I am super easy to find you know, uh, and if you just go to Facebook and you look up my name, Ranchelle Van Bryce, you will find I have different pages. I have my own personal profile, which I love to connect on, by the way. And I would going to encourage you to reach out to me, especially now, because I'm happy to share with you the other 12, um, 12 steps to help you produce, help, to help you create, to help you imagine, to help you strategize around what your transcendent steps could be, what your quantum link can be in your business. And the only way, I mean, you, you absolutely can email me as well, rvb at igniteyoursuccess.ca. But here's what, I, here's what I have discovered that the hardest step for a lot of uh, entrepreneurs, um, especially women, so any of my women listeners, is to reach out and say, hey, could you guide me? Could you have a conversation with me? We're so afraid. We're so afraid to do that. Lots of times we're afraid because we're going to be sold to. So here's the thing. How about we just have a conversation, right? This is not code for call me. I'm going to sell to you. Although, hey, I am a coach. I have a business. I am available. If you want to work with me, you can. But I'm not going to try to sell you anything. Thanks so much. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Ignite Your Success with Ranchelle. Ranchelle returns Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, be big, be bold, be brilliant, be you.